And now, prepare your ear holes for penetration as we bring you another great podcast from the Poop Culture Extended Universe. You can put the pickles in there. You can put pickles in there. Come on. Pickle chicken sandwich. Take it away, John Friggin' Smith. Welcome to the rabbit hole. How did we end up on that rabbit hole? Where all you do is wrong. And rules are just suggestions. Made up as we go along. And who knows what you'll find here. Maybe heaven or your worst fears. Whatever it may be, it's yours to keep forever. Just in time, you've entered a rabbit hole. Please, go down further. Where there's philosophy hidden within stupidity. My uh, nipples are sweating. What are they doing to that chicken? <laughs> They're punching holes in it. You know, I want to teabag that. Hank Azaria. He can make weird noises. You're fucking weird. You guys are horrible. Bunion rings? Like, I, I wouldn't eat those. What the fuck? Hey. Even if it was Paul Bunyan themed, like, you know Anyone? what I mean? Like flannel onion rings or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, I had a heart attack. Fuck you. It's a sunny, shiny day. Yeah. <laughs> Fat people need love, too. Y'all are dancing with some motherfuckers nowadays. You know, I, I, I've always been awkward when it comes to women. Or when it comes to the whole asking out thing. But at least I try to keep from doing the creep thing. That's part of what makes me awkward is uh, attempting not to be that guy. Got a guy at work. Uh, he apparently uh, made friends with a female co-worker. Not, you know, those kind of friends. The cool kind. No, he just... She added him on Snapchat, I guess, or something like that. He, and the uh, story goes that he kept messing, he kept messaging her like, you know, Hey, what are you up to? What are you doing? What are you up to? What are you doing? She wrote it off as just maybe he's just bored, maybe he's just lonely, needs a friend or something like that. Well, then uh, one day, one night they're working together and her phone comes up missing. Now, for almost the whole night, nobody, you know, nobody could find it. Of course, she goes to him towards the end of the night and says, uh, you know, have you seen my phone? His response was, if you can have your phone back, if I can, if you give me a kiss. I thought it was the weirdest thing in the world. <laughs> Who the fuck tries to blackmail is that is that what it's come down to nowadays you just try to blackmail these bitches fuck i'll stay single if, if that's the only way to do it but yeah he ended up uh of course she said fuck no and then of course he got all salty about it and started trying to give her the cold shoulder the rest of the time working together got himself in trouble which i couldn't even feel bad for him because he was a douchebag i've only met i've only worked with him once my agent jay as you've heard referred to one of my co-workers that would I was the only one I would pick to replace me at my job. <coughs> she actually got to work with him his first couple days uh, at our store. He was one of those people that uh, he worked at the Long Beach location. So he came in cocky, you know. We, you know, my store was always busy. My store, my kitchen's bigger. You know, I uh, was it. They still want me back over there. Whatever. My agent Jay works with him. Fucking two days, she had to train him, get him used to our system or whatever. His third day, he had to work with me. That's a whole different ball game. <clears throat> so he jumps on the fryer side, which I'm fine with. That's where hell. That's where a lot of the action is anyway. If you don't know that side of my job, you if you don't know the whole kitchen at my job, you're a fucking weakling. 
So uh, he jumps on that side. I let him do his thing. I work the other side. Fucking handle my business. Well, I noticed uh, after you know after a couple tickets come in, he starts uh, starts falling way behind, like scary behind. I mean, shit was coming in. We were, we had shit that was at fifteen minutes, and he hadn't even started it cooking yet. And it was shit that takes ten minutes to cook. So uh, a lot of frustration on my side of the ball. <coughs> tried to be, tried to still kind of be like nice and like, uh, dude, what the fuck? I thought this guy was good. So that's when my boss decides to inform me, oh, he never worked fry side at his store. What? <coughs> then goes on the excuse train too of, oh, he only worked a couple months at his other store. So realistically, you you hired another scrub, but this time a scrub with a with a resume piece that enticed you. That's fucking horrible. So then uh, I noticed too, <laughs> we had quite a few uh, quite a few plates of chicken from his side coming back with a uh, raw chicken. Uh, anybody who knows who eats pretty much knows that chicken. You, there's no medium rare chicken option like that. You gotta you gotta cook it all the way through. Stupid fuck. So then I'm like, okay, well maybe he's maybe he's the shit on the other side then, because apparently he only worked one side. So at one station, because they were so busy that nobody had time to move around or learn anything else. God. He, he was one of those people too that always missed a lot of the details. To where me, as someone who, he, I don't know, because he came into my kitchen acting like he was going to be a leader. Except in, uh, in my kitchen, they know who the leader is, and they know the leader is the one that kicks the most ass. And that's me. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I left. That was the only time I actually worked with him. But uh, he started working nights, and the, the same girls that worked with him during that day, that one day with me, were telling me about uh, he's on the other side sending out burgers raw. Or, you know, I mean, none of them were the right temps for what people were ordering. Made me laugh my ass off because I knew he was garbage right away. I knew he was one of those, uh, you know, he... He applied because it was one of those like, oh yeah, I worked at this place, uh, this one already. He knew he knew how to get the job. I'll give him that, but just didn't know how to do it. And so yeah, that uh, I don't know why that even came up. I think it was just because I hate douchey transfers. I've worked with a few guys like that, that uh, they come from another store, and they don't respect it like a new job, like you're supposed to. They they come in and you know I'm gonna run shit. I'm in charge. And then usually that's, uh, my agent Jay even told me that, uh, she actually had warned him too, like, don't, don't do that with DJ, cause he actually knows what the fuck he's doing. Wearing sunglasses doesn't automatically make you cool. I don't, I don't know where that, that notion came from. I mean, I get it, they do make you look cool. Terminator proved that. But, when you're wearing them indoors at night, when it's raining outside, you look like an asshole. We, we all say, uh, I'm just, I don't even know why that comes up. That's just because, uh, I think it's because I can see customers at work. I don't have to deal with them much, or I don't have to deal with them directly. But I do see them come in. And yeah, all kinds of guys, it's always guys that wear their sunglasses still when they come in. It, it, come on, dude. Well, what happened to what? What happened to the the whole old school thing where you take off your caps and your your sunglasses when you go indoors, out of respect? You know who I do have respect for? That's Mister John Freaking Smith. That's right. You heard the you heard the song "Yours to Keep" at the beginning there. You can purchase that song without our cheesy voices and hear that the, the whole song, which is an amazing song. 
uh, at johnfreakinsmith.com or on iTunes or Apple Music, whatever they're calling it. You can hear it on Spotify. It's from the album Songs of the Great Collapse. Hey there, Sean from the Rusted Robot Podcast and the Soul Forge Podcast saying you are listening to the Just In Time Podcast with the JNT Beggars. Keep on smoking. So, uh, but back to the, the awkward thing I was talking about kind of at the opening of this one. Uh, the, this kind of comes up just that uh, there's certain places that does a, as a single guy, especially as a very unattractive fat single guy. There are certain places that you just can't be, you can't be alone, you know, you, you have to have somebody with you. Uh, I, I kind of realized that, uh, well, not like in a harsh way, but uh, I don't know, I just, I, I don't know if it's anxiety, but I feel awkward. Um, I, I went to a Target, a Target about a week ago, figured I'd do some Christmas shopping. I don't shop for many people, you know, the, you know, couple family members, pretty much. Mom, sister, that's about it right now. Uh Let's see, my, hell, J&T baggers, we, we don't exchange gifts amongst each other. Although, Redcorn does occasionally uh, pop up with some some of those uh, tamales, and that is fucking awesome. Yeah, if you, if you have never gotten to experience having that Mexican friend who's very generous and likes to bring you tamales, even if he's selling them, buy them. It's fucking amazing. Homemade tamales around Christmas time, it's beautiful. Luckily, here in California, there is no shortage of, shortage of Mex- Mexicans. <laughs> and, uh, hell, I usually I work with a bunch of them, too. And that's fucking awesome, too, because around this time of year, they're bringing tamales to work, you know, and just slap them on top of the flat top for a couple minutes and let them get all warm, start passing them out. Oh, that just made me hungry. But uh, back, to the, back to the awkward thing. I went to, I'm at Target, planning on doing some Christmas shopping. I'm, I'm the type I... I ask people what the fuck they want or what the fuck they need because I don't want to waste money. I don't want to be the one that buys somebody something that someone else just got them. So I'm like, let's not waste. Let's not bullshit. Let's not waste time. What do you want, mom? <laughs> she said she wanted slippers. So I, I, I go to Target with the intention of looking for some slippers for a woman. That's when I kind of ran into the problem. As I was walking toward, I, first I didn't know where to fucking find slippers. Because the way that target is out here, it's it's very uh, very like uh, you walk in, you're like right there in the laundry section already. It's fucking weird. Again, I'm by myself too, which is what made it all weird. If anybody had been with me, any friend, relative, anything like that, all of this would have been null and void. Because at least I could talk to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and amongst that conversation is usually when I'm running. When we're around people, if I have like a, let's say a real Paul Martin who was on last week with me, um, sometimes he, he'd be going to the stores, stores with me and shit. And, you know, we'd both two, two guys just walking through the fucking, the, you know, the kids toy section and shit. It looks weird kind of, well, at least I, I consider it looking weird. Well, it's weird by, by yourself. When you got some, when I got someone with me, we can at least be like, yeah, little, you know, our little nephew, he's going to love this as opposed to just like. Where are the kids at? I don't know. That's what I assume when I see a guy by himself. There's, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's it's an awkward thing, I think. But um, what the fuck even brought this up? Oh, yeah. So I'm walking. I never even got the slippers. Honestly, I went. Uh, I was walking through the store, and I never even really went through any of the aisles until I saw the, the electronic section. Because that's the one place in the store. The electronics and movies. That's the one place that I know 
nobody's gonna look look at me funny <laughs> if i if i like i don't even like cutting through those like any other aisles really in those stores like if i'm walking uh if I'm at a Walmart or something, I don't want to cut through the fucking baby aisle and shit, because there's always going to be that one mom with her kid who kind of grabs her kid and pulls him closer as I'm walking by, even though I'm not even looking that, like, in the direction and shit, I'm just walking. Yeah, there's the, <laughs> today's day and age is weird. So, yeah, I go to the movie section, never even went really looking for slippers, I just, there was a lot of people and a lot of everybody had kids and every time someone came around the corner with a kid i just kind of walked away like get the like i don't know it's it's awkward again yeah if you're uh if you're socially awkward like me you don't want to don't want to be anywhere by yourself anyway but uh i don't know nowadays i just feel I, even though i'm fucking there just to fucking look for goddamn slippers or something everybody else's assumption is always something creepy yeah, if you're old and or if you're if you're old, if you're old, yeah, I guess if you're older. If I if I were ten years older, it would be even creepier, I guess. And if I was like, uh, if I looked a little more like a trucker, because I just assume all pedophiles are truckers. Not all truckers are pedophiles, but I assume all pedophiles are truckers. They just look like it. So, um, what am I smoking today? I I always forget to mention that. I don't know how. We're fucking potheads. I guess that's how. But, uh, I got this here, some bubble yum, as it was labeled. And it's, uh, it's a sativa, or at least that's what they say. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it is a sativa, because it's not giving me that full-on, like, couch potato feel. Although I'm still very, very uninclined to get off of the couch. <coughs> So I often forget what that, uh, yeah, I mean, we mentioned a couple weeks ago, we don't often name the shops anymore just cause they fucking disappear so fast. We're hoping maybe the, the new year will change that since it'll be full, like it's supposed to go fully legal instead of just like wink, wink legal. Like, uh, you still have to get a wreck this year and shit, but, um, hell we're all old enough to be able to go do it and shit anyway. <coughs> but, uh, the other day, though, I went and uh, I decided to revisit a shop that I hadn't been to in about a year and a half or so. I had kind of forgotten why I stopped going to that shop, and then I went and revisited. The only the reason I went to this shop is because uh, it, it's right down the street from my work, to where I can uh, I can hit that place and then hit the freeway and head right home. It's right off the freeway too. That's also a big, uh, really big selling point for me at this place. But so I go and hit this place up, and um, first off, I I went I went in looking for a sativa because you know that's a it's a little bit more for the the person who's doing shit, and or at least doesn't want to fucking fall asleep after the first couple hits. So uh, I was already kind of taken aback because I the guy uh, asked for sativas. He only pulled out one jar, and then he he's like, uh, "See so like that." Well, it doesn't really matter because that's the only one we got. I'm like, well, fuck. I smelled it. It was actually pretty good smelling and stuff. They they don't let you touch it, really, a lot of places. And so that 
kind of takes away sometimes from uh, the experience. And because it was the only sativa, I was just like, whatever. I had just gotten off work and just kind of was like, I just kind of want to go home. So I'm not going to go stop at another place. <laughs> so And the, the price wasn't fucking anything extravagant. So... <coughs> So I get home with this bud. I forgot what the fuck it was labeled even. I don't even think they I don't even think the guy bothered to write a label for it. No, he just he just put it in the he just put it in the jar. Say so I don't remember what it was. I think it was Blue Dream. Blue Dream or some shit, blue cookie, some some weird shit like that. But this shit is drier than a fucking homeless grandmother's vagina. <laughs> like it, it's absolutely horrible. <laughs> Not horrible. It still is pretty stony and stuff, but it's a. Uh, I'm surprised the shit didn't crumble and become dust on my drive home, just as it rustled in the bag, and in the in the little jar. That's the way it kind of kind of texturally. That's the way it kind of is. Like it would just. Poof. <laughs> <coughs> oh wow! I just got a message from the poop culture guys. They've got uh, they've got a wheel going. A wheel of punishment. Yeah, you heard, uh, well, you'll, you'll be hearing, you'll be hearing about it a little bit later. I'll explain it. But, uh, yeah, back to this weed, though. So, yeah, there's, um, Hemet, Hemet and a couple of the cities surrounding it, uh, including San Jacinto, voted, I guess, to get rid of, or to not have any weed shops in town. So a lot of the ones that are popping up are starting to, you know, get taken down. They're starting to go away and move off to other other towns and cities which sucks for us because it's becoming like a like a 20 minute drive type thing <laughs> just to get some bud but uh for now uh but yeah so i had i had decided to kind of hit up some other places that i hadn't been to in a while but then i remembered the exact reason why i stopped going to this place by my work though it was because uh the last time i had gone there was actually on my birthday last year and I was going in actually to buy a I was, hell. I was, it was my birthday. I figured, you know, what? I'm gonna buy some, I'm gonna buy a quarter instead of an eighth, which didn't leave it eighth of an ounce. That's that's it. Yeah. So I decided I'm you know I'm gonna buy a little. I'm gonna buy double what I usually get. And at the time, that place actually had really good bud, but uh, they had a sign posted, and then even on their weed maps, they had like a little section on there that said. You know, you get a free gram on your birthday, just, you know, have your ID, which you already have to have anyway. <coughs> so I go in there. I, uh, first I, you know, I asked about that time I was buying Indicas. So I, you know, hey, let me check out the Indicas. Picked one out. Said, let me get a quarter of that one. He's weighing it out. And as he was weighing it out, I mentioned, or I asked, I was like, are you guys still, I didn't even approach it like fucking, oh, I want to get that free gram. I was like, are you guys still doing the, the free birthday gram thing? He's like, oh yeah, you got it. He's like, can I just double check your ID to make sure it's your birthday? Yeah, no problem. Hand him my ID. He checks it. Of course, it was my birthday. It was all fucking, it was all legit. He goes to the back, because I think he had to let his bosses know or something like that. And he comes out, he's like, all right, he's like, all right, you want to just get the, get an extra gram of what you're already getting? I'll just throw it in there. I'm like, yeah, that's, that works for me. And uh, his boss, some old guy, old black guy comes out, and he, like, kind of was like he had a salty look on his face almost similar to samuel l jackson on the django and jane when they first saw when they first showed him <laughs> just that real mm, bitter look on his face and he comes out and he tells the guy like uh 
tells the guy, like, uh, did, did you check his ID? And the guy's like, yeah, I checked it before I came and even told you. And uh, he, he's still weighing my weed, by the way, too. And the, the old guy tells him, he, he goes, uh, make sure they buy something, too, next time, too. Don't just give them a free gram. <laughs> and it's, I'm and I'm standing right there. He's talking about talking about me and talking, you know, like I'm some kind of scam artist right in front of me as if I'm not there. And the young guy even like looks at him and he stops for a second too. And he's like, I'm weighing out his quarter that he ordered before we even got onto the free gram thing. He was already buying this before he mentioned his birthday. And it was true. <laughs> Old black guy just walks away. Fucking kind of, kind of seemed like, like pissed off that he was losing a little $10 gram and shit. Like, dude, come on, don't bullshit me. You're making a shit ton of money in this fucking spot. I know how the fucking weed thing works and shit. They grow it or they find a grower that sells it cheap as fuck and then they overprice the shit out of it. And we still pay for it because people want weed and when it's legal, it's even, you know, it's even uh, more likely that people are going to spend more money just because they, you know, there's that sense of security in it. Yeah, at least it's, at least it's legal weed. (laughs) (laughs) So I... I had kind of forgotten about that just due to other stuff that was going on around that time of the year. But it was kind of, it was kind of, it all came back to me as I was walking out the other day and was going to my car. And I'm just like, oh yeah, that's why I stopped going there. Because they don't treat their customers very well. That guy, the, the, the bud tenders do. The bud tender was cool as shit. He had seen me go in there many times before that to where he, he had no problem giving me the free gram. He'd help like it did. And he followed procedure. Uh, you could tell he was irritated. I was kind of irritated too. Like, how are you just going to come out and act like I'm fucking, like I'm getting you for something, dude? You know, like, that's when I felt like that, uh, that, that's the only time I've ever felt that, that sense of entitlement as a regular. Like, you know how much money I spend here? Usually I talk shit about those people because when they come into my job, they're assholes. You know, they come in and just like, you should already be making my food. You know how I like it. I don't give a fuck how you like it. You still got to order some shit. Otherwise, they're giving you free food sometimes because you get so caught up in fucking bullshitting. And because they still tip the servers heavy. Which, by the way, if you go into a restaurant and you leave a good tip for your server, don't assume that the whole restaurant owes you something now. Because <laughs> they don't share that shit with everybody. Hell, my my place, they don't even have busters fucking most of the days and nights. So, they're hell, they're tipping out maybe the bartender and that's it. They're not sharing the hell. The kitchen doesn't often receive any kind of tippery. So actually, if you're in a place, if you go to a place and the food's actually good, offer, you know, offer to tip the cooks. That's a, that's a weird tip, but you will be remembered. They'll be like, the servers will come back and tell us like, hey, that's the people that left you guys the tip the other day. Oh, okay. Some movies suck, some are great, but our reviews are always late. Late Reviews with the boys from Just In Time. Thank you, John freaking Smith, bringing back the old Late Review theme song there, intro that he's done. This one is actually, uh, this is a weird one. First off, it's my first solo Late Review. Don't worry, I'm not gonna just read off a bunch of notes and stuff. I actually took no notes for this movie. <laughs> but, uh, kind of a cheesy flick, but uh, I found this movie, <laughs> it, was, it was in the recycle bin of a flash drive. Which I didn't even know my that flash drive had a recycle bin. I put it in a, I put it in my PS3 that I bought from Rookie, um, and it uh, 
I happened to look at a little recycle bin. What the hell? And there was a couple movies that I had deleted off of there. Oh, this one, uh, it's called In the Blood. Came out 2014. At least that's what it says. And, uh, it's got, uh, well, stars, uh, Gina Carano, former MMA fighter. Fucking the badass bitch that played Angel's D Angel Dust on the Deadpool movie. She's fucking awesome. Um, that's the, I don't know why I had, had it, why I had deleted it. I think I had deleted it just to make space for another movie or something like that. But somehow it stayed on the flash drive. And so I figured, you know what? I never, re I never actually watched it. I let it go for a couple seconds and was like, yeah, this looks kind of weird. It was a little, you know, the, the camera's a little bit grainy at times where I'm just like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll just skip through that, skip past that one. But, uh, because it was still on the flash drive and because, I've exhausted most of the movies I have. I figured, you know what? Let me check it out. It's a new. It's something I haven't seen. I won't say new, but it's something new to me. Figured, yeah, why not give it a give it a little watch? So I did. And uh, first off, there were more familiar faces than I expected. Seeing Danny Trio and Luis Guzman were probably the the ones that surprised me the most. The guy from Never, the bad guy from Never Back Down, Cam Ginga Dead or something like that. He, eh. I did, wasn't that surprised to see him in that role, but uh, he he looks like a rich white guy. That's really all he had to be. <laughs> but uh, this movie obviously had one one goal, and that was to showcase Gina Carano. Not only her fight skill, her fighting, you know, her badassery transferring into into an action movie. Which, by the way, I do love that trend that's kind of happening. It's a little weird, but at the same time, you get some good stunts out of UFC or out of uh, like MMA fighters and stuff. So that's a, that's a good route too for them to go into Hollywood and not just have to rely on the fighting part, but can still get a little bit of a thrill doing some stunts. Now she, first off, the movie starts off in like extra, you know, kind of typical white couple on vacation in a, in a, another country. And I was expecting like this whole, like, cause I didn't see any commercials or anything. I was expecting a whole, like, uh, just, like, some machete hunters and shit, you know? I was expecting to see a lot more body parts getting chopped off and such. <laughs> but, uh, not quite that. They start, I, you know, they're, they're on vacation, homeboy falls off the fucking... This this movie tried to put some twists in it, I'll, I'll give it that, too. Uh, homeboy from Never Back Town falls off of a goddamn zipline, which was awesome, because she found him, his legs all twisted up and shit. Gets in an ambulance and then she never, she, she couldn't find him. Couldn't find him at a hospital, nothing like that. So now it's time for badass Gina Carano to go on a fucking manhunt. And that's what she did. She she grabbed one guy and took him on a fucking, took him on, on the zip line and had him like hanging off of her fucking legs or something like that. Just like, you want to die, motherfucker? Tell me where my husband is. It was, it was weird. They were doing the whole like conspiracy thing where people were acting like they didn't know people that she had spoken to at the zipline place were acting like, uh, you, no, you didn't come here. We don't know you. We've never seen you before. We're closed on Sundays or something like that when she was, you know, to where, of course, the cops are looking at her funny. Luis Guzman was one of the, was uh, like the police chief or some shit like that. That shit cracked me up just because he's, he, he's so funny to me that when I see him in serious roles, I, I forget. That's when I remember like, oh yeah, he is actually an actor. <laughs> Hell, the as the story goes along, she kicks some people's asses, you know, 
starts getting some getting cops attention she gets kicked off that island like two or three times and then just finds her way back she hell she fucking jumped off a boat and swam there uh you you could tell the uh I, I get the feeling the people making the movie were initially trying to get her naked and then when she was like no they're like okay well we at least have to make a play make as many plays off the fact that you're a woman in an action movie so of course there had to be a part where she's she's handcuffed and you know, she has to pee, so she tells the cop, you know, I need to go pee. And, of course, he's a fucking pervert, so he wants to go in there and water and shit. But then she kicks his ass. So that was pretty awesome. But uh, the eh, the acting actually wasn't too horrible, just because she did have some... It seemed like she's had some training and shit. She knows how to, she knows how to look like a pissed off fucking badass chick, too. Which most people would be pretty fucking scared of. I know I would. I would be shitting my pants if she came running at me. Where's my husband? I don't know. <laughs> but she, you know, the the story twists a couple times where she, first her husband's missing and she can't find him at all. And then someone says she's dead. Or someone says he's like completely dead. And like the doctor tried to reset his bone and nicked an artery or something like that. And then all of a sudden his, her husband's alive and he's in a wheelchair and shit. And these guys are... The, what are they doing? They were they were harvesting his fucking bone marrow or something like that. Not in a crazy kill him way. They were just pulling it out and fucking this is some guy who had cancer or something like that. Some, you know, the, the lead gang guy or whatever out there was like, hey, fucking, oh, I have a rare cancer and I need his bone marrow. He's healing me. <laughs> like, wait, you, you, there, there's no sob story for the villains. But, uh, of course, she, you know, rescues her dude. It was almost like a video game. The way they did it where she had to, you know, she's got to drag this fucking limping dude around while she's shooting people and punching, Superman punching as many people as she can, breaking limbs. Eh, overall, and fucking Danny Trejo, of course, he, you see him at the beginning and at the end and completely opposite in his parts and shit. The, the, the beginning, he's kind of the douchebag and shit, and then you see him at the end, he saves the whole fucking day. <laughs> It was cool. There was a, you know, they they did a whole play on corruption and all that stuff, and had a real weird moment there where she's got a gun pointed at a little girl, and Luis Guzman has to come and or comes in and he's like just begging, just to, just don't kill me in front of my family, please don't hurt them. <laughs> yeah, that that was actually like the most the weirdest part of that movie of all the people she like tried to torture and shit. It was that little scene there where she's just like there's. There's two ways I can kill you. She's got a gun in one hand. She pulls out a knife, and one of them's quiet. We can go in the bathroom. Which, of course, that's the part you most want to see. That's what I hate with some of those movies, like uh, like No Country for Old Men. You saw you saw Anton Chigurh kill everybody except for the wife. They never show the death that you really want to see. Oh, you, you actually you didn't even see Llewellyn die in that one either, did you? Nope. <laughs> But yeah, in this movie, the one death I wanted to see Luis Guzman getting sliced up with a... It looked like a goddamn razor, like a box cutter she pulled out. I wanted to see that. But of course, no. She They even did it No Country for Old Men style, where she's walking out of the bathroom and just has blood on her flip-flops. So at least they made sure you knew she actually did the dirty deed. But uh, yeah, overall, it was, eh, it was kind of a cheesy flick, but uh, you could tell it was a good way for Gina Carano to kind of get her feet wet, to take a lead role, and to, uh, you know, showcase some of her her stunt skills and whatnot, and try to show that she's actually taking the acting thing as seriously as she can. 
And so, yeah, big ups for her. Hell, I'm sure Deadpool probably helped catapult a lot of shit, a lot of shit for her. And, uh, yeah, uh, overall it wasn't, wasn't too horrible. <laughs> I don't know if I'd recommend it, but, uh, yeah, why not? If you're bored, watch it. You might find it free somewhere or find it, like, in a $5 bin. I don't know. I don't know about you, but my short-term memory, and long-term for that matter, is absolute garbage. Which makes remembering my passwords even harder. Luckily, there's Vault. That's V-A-L-T. What is Vault, you might ask? Well, Vault is a new approach to password management. One that is both visual and fun. And gives you the freedom to surf without any worry or distraction. They use NSA-approved encryption to securely lock your data behind a truly random master password. But here's the thing about Vault. Your master password isn't a sequence of characters. Oh, no, 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 no. It's a set of pictures. That's right, I said pictures. Vault leverages your visual memory to keep your sensitive information secure. The images you learn comprise your master password, which is used to unlock your vault. Only you know your images, so only you can unlock your vault. Head to valt.io slash jnt for two months of free synchronization. That's valt.io slash jnt for two months of free synchronization. I apologize for the cheesiness of that, uh, of that, the vault ad. <laughs> I'm still getting my feet wet. But, uh, yeah, please be sure to head there if you, if you got an iPhone or something, or an iPad or whatever, head to the App Store and get that, or actually use the URL. Use the valt.io slash jnt. Head there, because, uh, amongst the PCEU, we actually have a competition going. And the, I don't, I don't think there's a prize for the winner, but there are punishments for the loser. And, uh, I think it's, I don't remember how often it's a, every couple of weeks or something like that. They're going to, the loser, the lowest, the low man, the low group, which is likely to be us. <laughs> Unless without your help, it's going to be us. Uh, they they spin this wheel. There's this digital wheel, which we, to which we've all contributed, uh, punishments. Our own, our own punishments. I, I don't, I think I saw shaving your legs on there. I saw something about, uh, something about having to worship a troll. Uh, I, I don't know. It's a, uh, it's kind of, I don't want to, I don't want to have to do fucking punishments, man. We don't like doing punishments here. Obviously we still haven't eaten the goddamn habaneros. So yeah, head to vault that V-A-L-T dot I-O slash J-N-T and help us not get fucking wheel punished. Because I, I don't want it. I really don't want it. Hey, what up, people? This is Jay. And this is Jared. From the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. And when we are not geeking out on our show. Or talking about people getting suspended for silly things. We are checking out the Just In Time Podcast. And you should, too. We blacking out. Blacking out. So I think at this uh this juncture it's uh probably time to play our favorite motherfucking game, even though it's just being me by myself. <laughs> We're gonna play it. John Friggin' Smith, tell them what it is. Day. 
And once again, thank you, John Friggin Smith, for the Gay for the Day intro. Fucking amazing. This week, uh, you know what? My Gay for a Day is gonna go to a Mr. Glenn Plummer. Day! Yeah. Summer day. You might have seen him on, uh, well, he hasn't been on that big of movies lately, but he was on Saw 2. If you saw that, he was the only black guy on Saw 2. He was also on Menace to Society and South Central, which was one of my favorite movies of with him in it. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give it to that guy. Not enough black actors get the gay for a days on this show. Day. I got to start doing that. I'm going to secretly start doing that now through February. Only black ones. Let's see if I can actually remember that. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah. I think, uh, think that's about it for today. Sure to hit us up on Facebook or uh, fucking Twitter, fucking uh, Instagram. Anything you want, hit us up. Uh, hit up the voicemail, 951-394-3420. Let us know, uh, hell, any suggestions. We are, uh, we are opening back up the battles, too. So anyone you want to see battle. This doesn't have to be just actors. It's just... Pretty much anyone famous. We're trying to go for a, trying to all think of like like kind of almost a doppelgangery type thing. Like you know, I, I want to actually have a. I want to do battles like uh, pretend fisticuff fights between uh, us and like our celebrity doppelgangers if we should have any. Redcorn would get his ass kicked because we often we often compare him to uh, Manny Pacquiao. Uh, rookie, although we always. Do the, we've always had this uh, running theme of Rookie being Michael Sarah's twin and that one day they are going to have to fight for superiority. I was uh, I was watching There Will Be Blood the other day. A great fucking movie, by the way. I love Daniel Day-Lewis. But the his counterpart in that movie, not the little boy, but the Paul Dano. Rookie has some similarities to Paul Dano in, in how he can't really seem to grow facial hair and being kind of a scrawny little white biatch. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah i kind of want to do a throw up like a rookie versus paul dano type of thing we got to find another doppelganger for corn just think tiny mexican with hair and you should be able to find one um yeah for me i don't know that that's tough it's hard to find light skins that are as ugly as me they're usually quite fucking beautiful day. but uh, day. yeah so yeah, be sure to hit us up uh, with what's the tw- uh, at JNT podcast on Twitter at Justin Time underscore JNT on Instagram, Facebook. You can just type honestly all three of them. You can just type in JNT baggers. You will find us. Yeah, that easy. So yeah, hit us up on social media. Hit us up uh, the the JNT rabbit hole group is still out there too. Yeah, it hasn't uh, hasn't gotten hasn't been as active lately. But uh, that's just because I haven't been posting shit. But uh, every now and then, B-Rob and I still have been putting up some, have been trying to out-pun each other a little bit. Eventually there might be a punishment. That was so cheesy, I know. That was cheesy. Yeah, that, that's how you know it's time to, time to get off. Or, yeah, be sure, yeah, I already said the voicemail number. Rewind it a few, a couple minutes. But, uh, yeah, hit us up. Be sure to hit, hit up vault, that's V-A-L-T dot I-O slash J-N-T and help keep us from having to get fucking more goddamn punishment i don't want to have to spin this goddamn wheel although thinking about it making the guys do the punishment and i just like videotape it might be kind of fun but they'll never let me get away with that because they're bitches
What you just heard was a podcast in the Poop Culture Extended Universe. For more great podcasts, make your way to www.poopculture.com.